Welcome to Woman in Progress, the podcast for smart, successful, high-achieving women who are ready to choose themselves, stop following the shoulds, and have the audacity to create the perfectly imperfect lives they crave. I'm your host, Samantha Ushado, corporate leader by day, health mindset coach, and group fitness instructor by nights and weekends. I created this space for the seekers, the messy action takers, the women who are courageous enough to lean into discomfort in the name of growth and are willing to live life on purpose. So if you're ready to work on yourself for yourself, be an example of what's possible and meet other incredible women on the same journey, you're in the right place. Consider this your official invitation. Let's get to work. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm recording this live from Montreal right now, but when you hear it, if you're listening in real time, I'll be in Quebec City for a medical congress. Travel is back, y'all, and I'm here for it. I'm actually in Montreal for my company's first national meeting ever since we spun off as our own entity, and the energy this week has been incredible. The days are really high energy, the nights are really long, and to think that I had started convincing myself that I was somehow an introvert, too much sitting alone in my home office, clearly. I'm getting so energized by just being around tons of people, facilitating workshops, and feeding off the energy that a large group just inevitably brings. I'm so happy to be here, and I'm really looking forward to the next week or so of being in a totally different environment and connecting with humans in real life. Now, today, I want to talk about the difference between knowing or not knowing. For as long as I can remember, I've had this thing about the phrase, I don't know. It's essentially an unspoken rule I have that if anyone responds to me with the words, I don't know, I refuse to accept it as fact. It happens all the time. A direct report comes to me with a problem and asks my opinion, and I say, before I answer, what do you think? And they say, I don't know. Or I ask a client, what are they thinking or feeling or what do they ultimately want to do? And they say, I don't know. It seems like such an innocent little thought, but in reality, it's a showstopper. When you tell yourself, I don't know, I'm confused, or I can't make a decision, you're blocking yourself from your own wisdom. Open up your mind. Even if you don't know the exact right answer right now, saying I don't know will block that answer from coming to you. You could say I'm learning or I'm figuring it out instead. Whenever clients or directs answer my question with I don't know, it's their mind saying it's too hard and I don't want to think about it which is why every single time I will respond with some version of, but what if you did know? Or if you could guess, what would you say? And inevitably they will come back with an answer. And here's why. When the mind hears the word guess, it helps to open it up because a guess by nature could be wrong. When I give clients permission to be wrong, their mind will go to work finding answers, any answers. And in the end, they will have the ultimate wisdom to find the right answer. Interesting, right? Personally, I think confusion is not useful. It's a knee-jerk reaction, it's disempowering, it's fear-based. You see, most people think confusion just happens to us, that it is simply a fact. We either know things or we don't know things. And therefore, we stay stuck and act like passive bystanders, hoping that certainty will somehow come to us and knowing will miraculously be bestowed upon us. People spend years of their lives being confused about whether to change jobs, change relationships, or pursue their dreams. You see, when you indulge in confusion, you believe that there is a right answer and that there is a perfect way to figure it out. I see confusion as an indulgent emotion, and I'll dig a little bit deeper here on this concept for a minute in case you aren't sure what I mean. An indulgent emotion is an emotion that is comfortable to you. It's something that you default to more often than you'd like to, and it doesn't give you the result that you want. 
So for example, if you think about the self-coaching model and you remember that your thinking creates your emotion and your emotion drives your action and your action gives you a result, if you spend a lot of time indulging in emotions that don't serve you, like confusion, you're going to have results in your life that you don't want. Now, here's what I often see with my clients and my direct reports when they're facing a decision. They think that if they apply enough logic, if they get enough outside opinion, if they Google hard enough, if they ask their therapist, meditate, journal, or simply wait for the wisdom to come to them, that eventually certainty will appear. But here's the truth. The longer they stay confused, the more confused they get. Remember, confusion is an indulgent emotion because it's a really comfortable place for most of us to stay And living in confusion allows us to completely abdicate taking responsibility for making a decision. So when you say things like, I don't know how to do something, or I don't know what I want to do, you halt all forward momentum. And it feels important. It feels like you need to be confused for a while and that clarity will come. But unless you take action, it never will. It's a sneaky emotion that way. It pretends to be necessary. However, What it's really doing is causing you to miss out on reaching the next level or evolving into an even better version of yourself. In essence, this lack of decisiveness is holding you back. And when you dig a little bit deeper, what you realize is that underneath all that confusion is fear. We are so afraid of how we will think and feel if we make a decision that we later decide was the wrong one. We are so unwilling to tolerate even the possibility that we could experience a negative emotion that we prevent ourselves from feeling a positive emotion as a result of our decision, and so we take no action, and we stay confused. As long as we are confused, we are not making decisions, and then we don't have to face our fears about making the wrong one and possibly being unhappy or feeling regret. But you want to know what else we don't do when we stay confused? We don't make progress. We don't grow, evolve, create new experiences, increase our capabilities, or learn to manage our minds. Indulging in confusion and being unwilling or unable to make decisions are the hallmarks of an unmanaged mind, and I'll tell you why. When you believe that the circumstances that may arise from a choice you make will create your feelings, you go into analysis paralysis. You believe that making the wrong choice will mean future unhappiness, and so you spend time weighing multiple options, trying to predict which one will result in the best possible outcome for you, and struggle to make a decision. But really what you're doing is trying to predict what your unmanaged future thoughts will be about your decision instead of remembering that you can decide how to think and feel no matter what circumstances or results arise from making a choice. This is what I mean by abdicating responsibility for your life. You're essentially like, well, I have no control over the thoughts in my brain. So what thoughts might my brain offer me that are going to make me feel bad about my decision today? You're deciding ahead of time that you have no agency or ability to manage your mind and are unwilling to feel a negative emotion if one comes up. But here's the thing. Not only do external circumstances not cause your feelings, but you cannot predict the future with 100% certainty. So it becomes an exercise in futility and a total waste of your time and energy, not to mention you are abandoning yourself and letting your thoughts control you. And I actually want to digress and talk about wrong decisions. Wrong in air quotes. When I was offered the job that inevitably brought me to Montreal in 2019, I struggled to make that decision, but inevitably I just decided to go for it and believe that no matter what happened, I would be fine. And that even if I hated it, it was only for a year. When COVID hit and I found myself in a new city without friends or family in a new job, I can admit I compounded my suffering by telling myself that I made the wrong decision moving to Montreal. 
Thinking that thought on repeat for weeks was really painful, and it took me longer than I care to admit to finally get to a place of acceptance and just realize that ultimately I made the decision to move knowing it would be a transition, and that the global pandemic hitting shortly after would have affected me no matter where I lived, and that I'm not a tree. I could leave at any time. And what's more, I came to the realization that had I not moved to Montreal, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to meet one of my favorite humans on the planet and her beautiful family. I wouldn't have become a learning and development professional and led the development of national programs to help upskill the entire customer-facing field force in how to sell and engage in a virtual environment. And I wouldn't have had the opportunity to develop myself and find my unique voice as an indoor cycling instructor. These are only a small fraction of the experiences and growth opportunities I gained by making the decision to move to Montreal. That experience taught me that There are no such thing as wrong decisions, and I encourage you to adopt that viewpoint as well. I don't necessarily think that everything happens for a reason, but I do believe everything happens exactly the way it was meant to happen, which we can prove because it happened, and that all of the decisions we make put us on the path we're currently traveling on, and the way we can have our own back is to honor ourselves by accepting the decisions we've made and trusting that we can handle anything life puts on our path just as easily as we can choose to make another decision if we don't like the direction we're headed. And if we do that for our past decisions, we're going to be much more eager to make decisions now because we know that we will back ourselves up and have our own backs in the future. We won't call those decisions wrong. Think about it. What makes something a wrong decision? You deciding that it was a wrong decision, right? There are no wrong decisions unless you add a judgment to it and you decide that something was wrong about that decision. And what purpose does that serve? The decision is already made. It's in your past. Thinking that it's wrong is only causing you pain in the present and fear and anxiety about future decisions. Don't do that to yourself. Have your own back and look for all the ways the decision you made was exactly right and was exactly what was supposed to happen. Want to know the best way to stop being confused? Just make a decision. Take some action to the best of your knowledge with whatever information you have in the moment. Stop telling yourself you don't know. Don't let it be an option you even entertain for a second. Take it from me. If I accept it as fact every time my clients or direct reports say, I don't know, I would not be able to coach them. They would not get the opportunity to stretch themselves, tap into their inner knowing, or see what's possible. Remember the motivational triad I keep talking about? We evolved as humans to seek pleasure, avoid pain and discomfort, and expend minimal energy. Your brain will always prefer to default to, I don't know, because knowing or figuring it out by trying something requires attention and effort, and your brain would rather do the least. I don't know is safe. I don't know is comfortable. And spoiler alert, saying I don't know and not making a decision is a decision. It's choosing the status quo. But growth doesn't come from your comfort zone, and staying stuck is the antithesis to what a woman in progress is all about. So the first thing you need to do to get out of confusion is to remove, I don't know, from your vocabulary. Challenge yourself to make, I don't know, unacceptable as an answer to yourself. Just don't accept it as a reason to not make a decision, and instead, encourage your brain to get to work. Ask yourself, but what if I did know? Or if I had to guess, what would I think? What you'll find is the answer is always under there. The second thing you can do is just stop believing the thought, I'm confused. It's not a fact. It is simply a thought and you should 100% challenge it. You are not confused because you are weighing a number of options and you are finding it difficult to predict the future. That is simply the circumstance. The only reason you feel confused is because you're thinking the thought, I don't know what to do, or this is confusing as a result of the different options in front of you. 
which then generates the feeling of confusion. Instead, challenge the thought. Replace it with something that generates the feeling you want to feel. You could replace it with a neutral thought, like, I can figure this out, or I'm going to figure this out, or possibly a more empowered thought like, I know what to do. Remember, there is no right or wrong answer, and you don't need to be confused because you can manage your mind and have your own back no matter what choice you make and no matter what outcome arises. And the reason why I talk so much about having your own back is because it's everything. And also, very difficult to do if you're someone who is used to beating yourself up and setting impossibly high standards for themselves. Most of the time when you are worried about how you'll feel if you make a wrong decision, you are mostly worried about what you're going to say to yourself, that you're going to feel regret, that you're going to criticize yourself, that you're going to shame and blame yourself. No wonder you have a tough time making decisions. But what if you knew to your core that you wouldn't do that, that you'd have your own back? There would be so much less pressure on making a decision. You just decide and adapt accordingly. So if you want to stop being confused, you just need to make a decision and then you have to commit to not shaming, blaming, criticizing, or shooting all over yourself in the future for that decision. If you truly internalize that you can feel good and achieve what you want no matter what decision you make, you can make a decision instantly. Inner trust creates inner peace. And the third thing you can do to beat confusion is to respond with what you do know. When you start a sentence with, what I know is, you'll be amazed by what comes out of your mouth next. When someone asks you a question, instead of defaulting to, I don't know, go in the direction of what I know is, and then complete the sentence. Remember, it doesn't matter if you have the right answer or not. If we go back to my example of when I had to make the decision about whether I wanted to move to Montreal or not, my answer as I was deliberating sounded like, what I know is I'm scared I won't like working in an office after having a flexible schedule for 10 years. What I know is it's only a year and if I hate it, I can come right back. What I know is I fell in love with Montreal when I was 18 and it would be fun to get to know the city better. What I know is I'm bored in my job as a sales rep and I feel like I've reached a peak and I'm looking for a new challenge. What I know is I wanted to work in learning and development since my first day of training as a sales rep, so this will be fun. Notice the power of those four little words. What I know is... When you state what you know, movement starts to occur. This is such a simple yet profound life-altering skill to practice. And the final thing I want to offer you as a way to not indulge in confusion is to ask yourself better questions. Good questions focus the mind. Think about it. We ask ourselves questions all day long. How can I get this done? What am I going to eat today? When will I lose the baby weight? Will I ever get a promotion? Why is my life so hard? In coaching, questions are the tools we use to change our lives. By asking high-quality, empowering questions, we get creative and inspiring answers. It's like our brain goes to work, searching for the answers to what we're presenting it. So if you ask the question, how can I be happier? Your brain comes back with wonderful ideas. That is, if you don't close the door by answering, I don't know. Asking good questions allows you to find a source of wisdom within you that you might not have known existed. The higher quality of the question, the higher quality the answer will be. So if you ask yourself, why you can't be kinder to yourself, you'll come back with a slew of very negative, self-defeating answers. Because the question incorporates a negative belief, your brain will be sent to task to prove the negative belief correct. Your brain is a very powerful tool that can do just that. So it may come back with, you're not good enough. You don't deserve it. You don't care enough. It's too hard. But if you change the question to incorporate an empowering belief, you will come up with answers that are just as empowering. For example, the question could be, how can I be kinder to myself and have fun at the same time? You will most likely come up with much more creative and wonderful ideas that will move you closer to your goal. 
So I want you to take a moment right now and see if you can identify the questions that you ask yourself on a regular basis. You might even have one main question about yourself or your life that you want to evaluate. Whatever your question is, decide if it's empowering. And if it isn't, change it immediately. Write it on a sticky note or put it in the note section of your phone. Let your brain go to work for you and let it come up with a wonderful solution to the question. And commit to asking yourself at least one great question every single day. I went on a bit of a rant. (laughs) But honestly, I see this so often. And I just really believe that this is something that we need to talk about. I think we just block our wisdom so often. And I felt like it was my duty to give you some solutions and offer you some recommendations on just moving forward and getting out of stuck. So if listening to this podcast has illuminated for you the ways in which you're holding yourself back with confusion, then I want you to think about signing up for my three-month one-on-one coaching program that teaches you how to manage your mind and get results. We're going to undo the perfectionist, right, wrong, all or nothing thinking, and the fear of decision-making is one of the big things we'll work on together. The amount of time and money and energy you are wasting wallowing in indecision is truly staggering. Imagine what it would be like to go after that job you wanted, make that decision to move cities, leave a relationship, start a business, make an investment, and know you can achieve whatever it is you want and that you are absolutely capable of having your back no matter what. Just imagine. So if you can take anything away from today's episode, I want it to be these four things. Confusion is a lie that your brain tells you. It is simply created by your thoughts that you are confused. The antidote to confusion is making a decision and no decision is right or wrong. The best way to change the conversation in your head is to swap out, I don't know, for what I know is, and if you ask yourself better questions, your brain will come up with better answers. You see, the truth is all of us have that knowing inside of us, that truth-telling clarity that knows the exact way. We just need to uncover it, to melt away the confusion, the lack, the fear, to be able to truly hear the way forward. It's so much closer than we think. When you know how to tap into this, you can begin to create inner trust with yourself And this, my friends, is where that inner peace lies. So if you need a hand, I want you to head to the show notes and book some time on my calendar and let's talk about one-on-one coaching. I will teach you how to hear your inner wisdom and create inner peace. And if you catch yourself saying, I don't know a lot, this is for you. The only reason you don't know is because you're allowing yourself to believe it's true. Start telling yourself you do know. When you tell yourself you know exactly what to do, your brain will start looking for evidence for why that's true. And even if your goal feels impossible, it is possible to build the confidence to make strong decisions and take action. No more sitting in limbo with your goals. You are 100% capable of telling yourself that you know what to do next. You've got this, my friend. Talk to you next week. Thank you so much for hitting play on another episode of the Woman in Progress podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? Don't worry, the conversation doesn't stop here. Follow me at Samantha Ushado on Instagram and be sure to let me know what part of the episode resonated with you most. I love hearing from you. And if you like the show, please share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Until next time, here's to being a woman in progress.